you know who's not on this list? 24 other teams, but them Cowboys! Nation. Welcome to an episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers. But it sure does help. I'm your host. Um, it's the final countdown, Grassi. And today we are gonna be diving in to the divisional round power rankings. Only eight teams remain after the wild card weekend, and we got the best of the best. So Let's break it down and see which team is number one heading into the next round of the playoffs. Starting off with number eight, you got the kitty goes meow, Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals able to knock off the Vegas Raiders, their first playoff win in 30 years. First of all, a big congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals. That is a franchise that 100% deserves it. And for them to just go from just horrible, 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 then their franchise QB that they just drafted gets injured, and then a year later, in his second year, in his sophomore year, to lead that team to the playoffs and a divisional title, just honestly incredible. Now, here's the thing. Burrow was great. Jamar Chase couldn't be stopped. He was good on the ground. He had 116 yards through the air. Unstoppable. They had 20 points in the first half, and it looked like, oh, maybe that this is going to just be a runaway. The issue was that they only scored six in the second half, and the Raiders nearly came back. So that 100% is concerning here. Now, the Raiders are a playoff team as well, but I think we could all admit that they were definitely not the strongest team heading into the playoffs. In fact, they were probably one of the lower three. So for the Bengals... It's great that they got a win because, listen, they're two away from going to the Super Bowl, and they absolutely can do it, especially with that offense. But it is a bit concerning that, one, they really didn't get the run game going. Mixon only had 48 yards. On top of that, the fact that they allowed the Raiders to come back and their offense really slowed down, just a bit concerning. The defense had three sacks and an interception, so they did absolutely make an impact. And heading into the Titans game on Saturday... The Titans have some weird losses this year, and so it is more than possible that the Bengals are able to take down the Tennessee Titans, especially, I know Derrick Henry's coming back, but who knows what kind of shape he's going to be in. So right now, the Bengals, for me, are ranked the lowest, but that doesn't stop them from potentially going to the Super Bowl. I just think that, I'm just saying that considering their opponent last week wasn't the toughest and how they almost allowed him to come back, That's why they're at number eight. Number seven, you got the San Francisco 49ers. Went into Arlington, Texas and said, how about them Cowboys? Oh yeah, close game though, really close game. And I will say the first half, similar to the Bengals, the first half, the 49ers looked unstoppable. And I'm sitting here shaking in my boots going, oh crap, we're going to have to play them. They looked amazing. Mitchell, 96 yards on the ground. And on top of that, of course, you had no mistakes made by Jimmy G in the first half. Debo Samuel was tearing it up as well. They were dominant. They scored 16 points in the first half. The issue, as the game went on, Jimmy G sailed a bunch of balls. On top of that, threw a very costly interception. On top of that, the offense slowed down, and they didn't score a single point in the fourth quarter. And to be completely honest... 
The reason they won that game, besides a great first half performance, is because of how incompetent the Dallas Cowboys were. Because if you had a slightly better coach team, I think they win that football game. What I do like about the 49ers, though, is there is a litany of ways that they can beat you. George Kittle got contained. He is due for a breakout game. On top of that, their receivers are just doing great right now. Debo Samuel, Jawan Jennings, they're all kind of putting it together. Brandon Ayuk, they are all working together, and it looks like a very balanced offense. Now, here's the thing that you need to be careful of. Nick Bosa, suffer an injury. Warner, suffer an injury. He should be okay, but Bosa's going to be one to monitor considering he had a concussion. Jimmy G, messed up his shoulder, and his hand is messed up as well. So who knows if Jimmy G's even going to be starting this Saturday. Heading into Lambeau, a very cold place. The first time that these two teams met, it was a very close game and ended on a last-second field goal from the Green Bay Packers. I absolutely think the 49ers can get the win here, but throw on those injuries on top of their second-hand performance. That's why they're ranked lower for me. Number six, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers slapping the crap out of the Eagles and the Eagles tried to mount a comeback at the end, but honestly, it meant absolutely nothing. Now, the Eagles, yeah, they were incompetent to say the least. They could not establish the run game, which was literally what their bread and butter was heading into the postseason. On top of that, Jalen Hurts, the play call, everything was just bad all around. So why am I giving the Buccaneers the sixth spot? It comes down to the injuries. Yes, they won. However, it was not without a cost. Tristan Wirfs getting injured came back in the game and looked like he aggravated that injury again. Their center, Jensen, got hurt as well. The backup for Wirfs, you have Wells who got hurt as well. Leonard Fournette, Obviously didn't play last week, so maybe if he comes back, that will definitely be a boost. But Giovanni Barnard did really well in his absence. The thing for me is the Buccaneers played a very terrible opponent in the Eagles. They were the seventh seed for a reason. They slapped the crap out of them, which is great. That's what they were supposed to do. But it definitely came at the cost of some members of their offensive line, which they're definitely going to need. Tom Brady got sacked four times this past Sunday. And once they are going up against the Rams, the Rams defense who made Kyler Murray's life miserable... There's definitely some concern there. Mike Evans was an absolute beast for the Buccaneers. Tom Brady was good. And I think that this team is definitely geared up for another Super Bowl run. However, now they're going to play a real opponent. And I'm curious on how they're going to do with those injuries. Number five, you got the LA Rams beating the absolute crap out of the Arizona Cardinals. Sorry, Grandpa Cardinal. This was Matt Stafford's first playoff win. He must be elated. And the big thing was, he didn't make any mistakes heading into this game. He had thrown eight interceptions in the last four games. Here, zero interceptions. Instead, he only threw 17 times because they had a great run game with Sony Michelle. On top of that, Cam Akers, who returned last week, was a lot better this week. They obviously had to ease him in. And that defense never allowed Kyler Murray to get in sync. And so this was a complete blowout of every single proportion. The Rams dominated all facets of the game, and they looked like a very scary football team. I think they match up very, very well with the Buccaneers. However, they have to be consistent and play mistake-free football. If they're able to do that and they put on the same kind of performance they did last night, then they will definitely give the Buccaneers a run for their money. Number four, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, they went down 7-0, and then they're like, okay, let's score 21 points in the second quarter. It was close for the hottest of seconds, and then they're like, no, we're, we're going we're gonna to be done now. Mahomes, 30 for 39, 404 yards, five touchdowns, absolutely crushed it. Now, they're another team, went up against a terrible opponent. 
However, what I like about them, Clyde Edwards-Alaire didn't play. McKinnon was great on the ground, was even better through the air, and I loved everything about that. Kelsey, of course, is always going to be a monster. You had Tyreek Hill getting points. But the thing is, is that this looked like a balanced football team. I am going to not make them in the top three because you also have to look at the quality of their opponent they're playing there because Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers offense could do absolutely nothing. So the Chiefs, they make it in the top five. They're sitting at number four. They are going to be playing the Buffalo Bills on Sunday night. That is going to be one hell of a game. And similar to some of the other teams on this list, let's see how they do against a really good team. Number three, you got the Tennessee Titans. Obviously had a bye because they secured that first seed. Derrick Henry slated to return this Saturday. But as I said earlier, who knows what his workload is going to be. However, their run game has been pretty darn good in his absence. They finished the season with three straight wins. But again, this team has lost to some weird teams. They're losing to the Jets. They're losing to the Texans. And... There's kind of like that nagging feeling of, oh God, are they going to blow one? They are going up against the Cincinnati Bengals, who I think are a beatable football team. However, if that offense, meaning the Bengals, is on, that's going to be problematic. The Titans' defense has vastly improved this year. Mike Vrabel is in Coach of the Year conversations, and I think the Titans definitely have what it takes to go to the Super Bowl because they're getting healthy at the right time. The question is, are they going to be able to put it all together? We'll see on Saturday. Number two. You got the Buffalo Bills. 47 to 17. And here's the thing. The Patriots aren't scrubs either. Yeah, Mac Jones kind of struggled near the end of the year, wasn't careful with the football, but their defense is no joke. And the Bills put up 47 points on them. Multiple interceptions, constantly getting after Mac Jones. This was domination. And good God, was it therapy for the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, who has ebbed and flowed all year, he came out swinging. 21 for 25, 308 yards, five touchdowns. He only had four incompletions, folks. Four. Like I said, that's Kurt Warner levels against the Green Bay Packers in the 2009 wild card round kind of stats there. Wild. Singletary. This was the big story as they finished off the rest of the year because ever since the Falcons game, Singletary has been playing pretty well. In his last three games, he has over 200 yards and he has five touchdowns. If the Bills are going to be successful in the postseason, they need to have a balanced offense. They had not only a balanced offense on Saturday night, they had a dominant one. They were literally unstoppable, and I cannot wait for them to go into Arrowhead because I think that game has potential to be an absolute classic. The Bills, they got their revenge against the Patriots. Now they look to get the revenge against the Kansas City Chiefs. And who knows? Maybe it's just Buffalo all the way this time. And number one, you got the Green Bay mother-loving Packers. And I know people are going to be yelling Homer, but Matt LaFleur coming out today. Z has a good chance to play. Jair has a good chance to play. On top of that, David Bakhtiari, they're just taking it day by day with him. Whitney Merciless coming back. He's practicing now. Randall Cobb seems to be on the mend. He's still on IR. They have a chance to activate him. They got to do it by Thursday. The Green Bay Packers are another team. They're getting back a lot of people at the right time. And even if a guy like Zadarius Smith is only able to play 
who knows, 20 snaps, he makes a difference. Not only because he allows some guys to rest, but he brings that athleticism and brings just that raw talent to that spot that makes opposing QB's lives nightmares. And they're going to have to do that against a 49ers team who have a very good offensive line. Because you look at the Dallas Cowboys, their pass rush really wasn't getting home at all. Now, the Packers, who have home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs, I wish they were playing Sunday night because it would be colder. But on Saturday... Some snow flurries, supposed to be three degrees later at night. It'll probably be 20 degrees throughout the day. So nothing like crazy cold, but definitely will have a factor in this game. And the Green Bay Packers have a chance to exercise some playoff demons here. Aaron Rodgers is 0-3 against the 49ers in the playoffs, whether it's against Colin Kaepernick or whether it was they got their ass kicked in the 2019 NFC Championship game. The Packers have it all in front of them right now. I still think that they are the team to beat. Aaron Rodgers has not thrown an interception in two months. He's been absolutely insane. We're getting guys back. Josh Myers is back as center. The offensive line is as healthy as it has ever been this season. On top of that, those key guys coming back in the defense. And until they lose, the Green Bay Packers are the team to beat in this postseason. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How would you rank these teams? Let me know. You guys find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or TomGrassyComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go back, go. Go.